to the sidelines, out through the TZ. Cincinnati's back in the orange and black. See the natty on the map, baby, tell me where you at. In the jungle, who they bringing it back to the jungle? Ever game day. Mike, who day Charlie? Whew. Did you catch that game? I caught all the way up until the Bengals scored their first touchdown, and I called it a night. <laughs> I was like, I'll figure out what happens in the morning. And that uh, my parents actually went to last night's game, and that they had tickets uh, because uh, my dad working uh, out at the airport. Oh, that's sweet. And that's that sweet. so uh, yeah, they uh, they were. Way up there in the nosebleeds. I mean, they weren't really good seats. Or the, cheap, the cheap seats. But, uh, yeah, they. I got a message from my mom and was like, hey, guess where we are? And she had a picture of the field and everything. And I'm like, you guys are at Paul Brown? She's like, yep, who day? And I was like, who day? Yeah, <laughs> and, oh, and Bengals win on... Uh, a last-second kick. A last-second field goal. So how about McPherson? You were saying something about him last oh, week. Oh, dude. McPherson, McPherson's a flipping beast. Okay. So. I'm, uh, well, uh, well, he's no Justin Tucker from uh, Baltimore. Did you see that kick? 66 I, yard? I, I, I have something to say about that game, but uh, let's, let's. Okay. Because I, I'm, uh, yeah, well, I'll wait till. Okay. Well, welcome everybody to Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. Who day? It's uh, it's recording day, and that means this beard needs a beer. Yes, sir. And that uh, we have a flight of Braxton uh, Brewing Company from Covington, Kentucky, with us. We have the Braxton Storm, the Braxton Garage, the Bavarian, and their October Fuel Oktoberfest. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. <laughs> it's been a while since you've done that. Yeah, actually I, it has. I was going to say, it's been a couple episodes since you've done that. <laughs> so, a little, little Metallica there for you. And then, well, the Bavarian, the Storm, and the Garage are all uh, light at uh, 4.0 alcohol by volume. And then the October Fuel is a six alcohol by volume so i'm gonna start off with the garage work my uh, way up the flight i want to start with the storm the storm i you you were the one who introduced me to braxton and you were also you're welcome yeah and it started with the storm you you introduced me to the golden cream ale storm by braxton and that's how i got hooked so well, like i said you're welcome yeah thank you all right. I, I I am I am a beer connoisseur, a beer god. <laughs> like I'm also a college football god. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Ready, Mike? Let's crack it. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweet baby. Uh, life is good. Life is good. All right, guys, got a lot of topics to to discuss tonight um whole bunch ranging from thursday night football to hockey to college football to 
wrestling. The the probably one of the most uh, underrated questions in all of I'll say attitude era WWE wrestling. Okay. On that, and we will get to that later tonight. So, Mike, you want to start off with um, uh, NFL football and yeah, we can start off with that. That sounds good. And then so uh, was it? Bengals went into the game two and one. Correct. And that and Jaguars were still winless. Correct. And that, uh, but the Jags in the first half, like, yeah, they they, they looked they, pretty good. They, yeah, they were. The Bengals couldn't really uh, get a hold of them. I, the first drive of the Bengals, they had, uh, what was it? Uh, Boyd had a, a good reception, got halfway down the field, but then the then the drive stalled, and they missed the field goal. They, 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 the Bengals, the Bengals played pretty good the first half. They just couldn't get into the end zone or couldn't score. Mm-hmm. And the second half is when the Jags couldn't get into the end zone, mm-hmm. and the Bengals did all their scoring. So, I, I mean, mean, I was talking with somebody, and they were like, uh, "Bengals made adjustments at halftime." That's unheard of. <laughs> exactly. I was like, when when I woke up this morning from uh, my slumber, <laughs> I was like, oh, let's see, let's see what the Bengals did. So I I woke up and I checked my phone before I turned my television on because it the cable shuts down. There mm-hmm. has a sleep timer on. Yeah, the, sleep on the timer cam- on the TV. Yeah. So I was like, oh, and I was like. 20, 24 to 21, I was like, holy hell, they came back. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, I was still trying to yeah, yeah, you just, get, get my eager, li- get myself together. Right. And then I turned on, uh, turned it on ESPN and was like, oh, the Bengals last minute kick by uh, Evan McPherson wins them the game. I was like, God, that kid is good. <laughs> Where where um, where did McPherson come from? Florida. Oh, kicker from. He's Florida. a Gator. Oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind going into college football. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jaguars uh, scored um, twenty-one points. Uh, well, they scored uh, fourteen going into halftime, and then started the second half. It was still fourteen nothing, and then it became twenty one, and then it was twenty one. Or no, then it became fourteen seven. No, no, you, it, because all all I'm pretty sure all Jackson, they started the second half. 14-0. No, it was twenty one. Not it was twenty one nothing going into halftime, and I because I remember uh, CJ Uzama scored the Bengals' first touchdown, which was twenty one. Then my then my scoring app sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. No, I was right. Jacksonville. Okay. Jacksonville was up fourteen nothing going into halftime. Bengals scored fourteen in the third. Then Jacksonville scored in the fourth. Okay. And then the Bengals scored their last ten points to win the game. Okay. My apologies yeah. to you, Charlie. I was I mean, like, it's like I. Were we watching the same game? 
Dude, I was watching a game on my eyelid, so... It is what it is. <laughs> the bell is back, everybody. Did you have anybody on either team for uh, fantasy last night? Or for the Thursday night football game? Um, I know I had... Uh, I had, uh, I think, three. Yeah, three from the Thursday night football game. I had not in not in our league. I didn't have I didn't have any oh, okay. Bengals. Not in the league that you and me share, but in your other league. Other league, I had uh, Chase and uh, McPherson. Okay. So I I haven't checked. I had the other league. I had Lawrence from Jacksonville. Yeah. I had Chase, and um, I can't remember the running back for Mixon. Mixon. I have Mixon and uh, Chase from the Bengals. So. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't bar- barely scored any points with Mixon. I'm trying to. Fi- I'm still trying to figure it out. I've already made some adjustments in my roster. I dropped uh, a wide receiver who wasn't doing so hot, and he was with Green Bay. And uh, I picked up a guy. I think he's with the. I think he's with the Rams or something. Yeah. And I've seen the Rams offense and everything. And it's just like, ooh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this happen. So, Well, I was having this discussion with my buddy uh, Dave on the way to work. And the, ba- the Bengals haven't had a decent running back since James Brooks and Icky Woods back in the late 80s, mm. before before your time. Yeah. I mean, Corey Dillon, he was all right, but, and like I was telling my buddy Dave, I was like, they need to get a running back, kind of like Jerome Bennis or Emmett Smith, a big, a big back mm. that, you know, when they run the ball, he can bust right through the line and not do the juke and jive stuff. And he goes, yeah, he's... He told me, as like, you know, yeah, you're right. I was like, the Bengals need somebody about my, you know, my height and stature. Yeah. And my my buddy Dave, he's a big dude. He goes, and they need somebody about his weight. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I don't have a problem with mixing, but the Bengals haven't had a decent running back. Nah. It's been a while since yeah. since the Bengals had a really good running back. Who who would you say was the last decent running back that the Bengals had? Last decent running back, I'll probably have to say, hell, I don't remember any of the running backs during the losing. I say Corey Dillon was a decent back, but I'm going to have to go with James Brooks and Icky Woods back in the early 80s. Mm. I, I was going to say Corey Dillon. I was. And that, uh, I mean, Benson, ben, uh, Cedric Benson was... Cedric uh, Benson was all right, um, but Corey, Benson was small. I yeah. mean, most of these running backs for the Bengals are just so darn small. Yeah. And that, and it, I mean, yeah, that small means probably fast and speed and everything, but I mean, guys like, uh, going, thinking back to Corey Dillon, he was not that small, and he was a big dude too. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. could he could run over a guy or two and still makes get some yards while somebody was like dragging him down. It's like you need somebody who's not just fast. You need somebody strong 
and, and and big and big who is I mean granted the linemen are supposed to make those holes for your running back so you can run through them and get yards but I mean it doesn't help when also your offensive line is a little small too exactly so, and that's always been a big thing for the Bengals is that their offensive line is so small and you have a giant quarterback you have a small running back and it just doesn't add up but somehow right now the Bengals are three and one (laughs) and the Schittsburg Steelers are one and two (laughs) this is we told you last week we're living in strange times man living in strange times well you know yeah strange times but and that even in sports like like I like I've told you the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while and I think the sun's shining pretty bright on the Bengals right now now I also the the same person who said uh, that I talked to saying that what the Bengals made adjustments that's not like them yeah um, also said the worst friend for any Bengals fan is hope. You don't want to be too hopeful. Yeah. Even with this um, really good start in the first four weeks and that where you're three and one. Yeah. You, you don't want to be too hopeful. Even with beating uh, Schittsburg uh, the Sunday before. Yeah. And that you don't want to be too hopeful and confident moving forward. And that well, I was like, yeah, hope is a Bengals fans worst enemy <laughs> I'm going to tell you something it, and again this was this morning on the way to work if Joe Burrow had an extra five minutes in that Chicago game the Bengals could have won that game too if he had an extra five minutes and, and there was no reason why the Bengals should have lost that game but it was it was just a piss poor performance they should have won that game, hands down. But Burrow got hurt through what three picks? It, but it happens. It yeah. happens. We're not Fo- uh, football is a rough sport. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not blaming the Bengals. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Okay, whatever. But the Bengals did win, so that I was happy about that. It was a good thing to go in the week, going into the weekend. Yeah. And you know, Green Bay won Sunday night. Yeah. On a last on a last minute drive. <laughs> last minute drive. It's... And Mason Crosby hit a, a fifty one yarder to win the game over the San Francisco 49ers, So that was good. There's a lot of uh, last uh, minute field goal or last second field goals. So that leading happened. leading so in, going back yeah leading into the Baltimore and uh, Detroit game. Yes. That Detroit should have won that game because I think on that drive going into uh, whoever the kicker for Baltimore is Baltimore, Tucker Tucker going into that drive there there was a delay of game penalty that was never called hmm. because the clock the the play clock hit zero and it was like. There was no whistle, no nothing. Um, Jackson snapped the ball, and the play happened. So it was a missed call by the referees 
which worked in the favor of Baltimore and not Detroit. Mm. So that that whole scenario leading up to Tucker's field goal should have never happened. I mean, go you can go back on YouTube or whatever and watch watch it. I mean, you clearly see the clock hit zero and Lamar Jackson still standing there fiddling around, mm. and then the, the ball snaps. Okay. So, and and again, I'm not I'm not a Lions fan. I do have. By the way, speaking of the Detroit Lions, okay. before I finish my rant, all right. I do have a friend of mine's son was drafted by the Detroit Lions. Uh, number fifty-five, Derek Barnes. Hmm. So there's that. That's cool. Yeah. But as I was saying, Baltimore. Baltimore's starting to sneak up at like to to the Steelers kind of <laughs> level of let's see let's see what we can get away with mischievousness. Yes. So. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, and I'm not saying that just because I'm a Bengals fan. I'm a fan of all football. Certain teams I'll root for over others. I will not root for anybody in the AFC uh, North. With the exception of the Bengals, I will never, ever root for the Steelers, Baltimore, maybe Cleveland, maybe. But that's that's a that's a slight maybe. I rooted for the Browns when they played the Steelers last oh, year yeah. in the playoffs oh, because yeah. it was so. I root for the AFC North teams that are playing state. against playing against Pittsburgh. Everybody in the state of Ohio who was a Bengals fan and not a transplant Steeler fan was rooting for Cleveland in that match. Yeah. And that the only people in Ohio who were rooting for Pittsburgh were people who were originally from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and we have a lot of them here in the greater Cincinnati area. We have a lot of transplant Pittsburgh a fans. Lot of, a lot. Yeah, that that's. But still, the kick of sixty-six I'm, yards. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Dis- Granted, he had a little help. I'm not downplaying the kick. That was an incredible feat. Mm-hmm. But it should never. It should have never flipping happened. But it did. It did. You have to accept that, though. I I do accept it. Okay. And it was an awesome feat. Yeah, sixty-six yards. With, it was NFL a li- record. With a little help from the crossbar. It hit the crossbar before it eventually went over. Which, but that was bullshit too. But <laughs> no, it, it's not dead until it lands. It's not dead if it hits the crossbar. So, and because I I watched the highlight and you just see all the Detroit fans from the back angle going, he hit the crossbar, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how the. Sh- Detroit sports teams uh, react. That's the reaction for every team anymore mm-hmm. up there in Detroit. But I see, I see good things happening for the Lions. Said every Lions fan for the past twenty something years. <laughs> I'm not a Lions fan. I'm just saying. I'm just, I know you're not, but you're like, oh, I see good things on the horizon. Said every Lions fan, every and Bengals year. fan. <laughs> so I'm, and I'm not 
dishing the Bengals because I'm a Bengals fan. But and another good another another uh, thing that happened this past Sunday. Yeah. Je- that uh, hundred something. 101 yard return. Oh yeah! Off the missed field goal from the one of the Jacksonville players. Yeah, that, that, they they have they have they do have some really good talent talent on their team. Yes, it's going to take them. All. I I see week week to week improvements from Trevor Lawrence and that Jacksonville team. Mm. So well, I mean, this is this is Lawrence first. Season, he's not going to be the superstar. I mean, we all, th- I mean, Bengals fans all thought Burrow was going to be the shit. He was until he got flipping hurt. Yeah. I and then, I the mean, shit went downhill from there. I mean, and even before Burrow, I would say even before Burrow, when we got uh, Dalton. Uh, no, I was going to say the new coach from LA, Taylor. Oh, yeah. When we got, when Taylor became the new coach of the Bengals, Everybody was like, finally, Marvin's gone. The ship is going to turn around. And that first game against Seattle, where everybody was like, oh, my gosh, they played their hearts out. It was such an amazing game. And everybody was like, there's good things to come in the season. Nothing. (laughs) So, I mean, again, hope hope is – Bengals – hope is pretty much everybody's worst enemy in – NFL football because you're so hopeful things will turn around next season with a new draft with a new or new draft pick with a new head coach. This is a process. You're going to have to get used to the first season being a little rocky. Now if you're now if somehow by the grace of God that he reached down and gave you the perfect coach with the perfect QB and was like it's your turn, that's when you can say Finally! Look at it! We knew we'd beat you all! We knew it! But we can't say that as Bengals fans. We know it's a process. And Jaguars, or, Red, or Reds fans. Or Reds fans. And uh, we know here in Cincinnati there is a process. And With every team, with the exception of one, but I digress and we'll get to that here later too. So, is there any games that you were looking forward to as of this recording? As of this recording, Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Pittsburgh and Green Bay might be a good game. I see Green Bay just dominating Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's, and this is not coming coming because I can't stand those jackasses. They look like shit. They get when they played the Bengals. You could tell they they were giving up, and it was just like, yeah, okay, let's lay down and die for the Bengals. What what do you think about uh, the Brady homecoming going back to New England this week? I really, to be honest with you, I I could give give two score. You don't have to give me a score. Just tell me what what you're talking I think the Buccaneers beat New England. Okay. By a big score. Uh, Do you think there will be any bad blood? Uh, I don't think between the fans and Brady, but do you think there will be bad blood between Belichick and Brady? There's already I it look from like the stories and whatnot. I mean, not really, but you can tell that they're. I don't know. It, it Belichick's a hard read. He is. You know, he's very stone faced. Yeah. It has that has that look where it's like, okay, is he mad? Plotting somebody's 
like murder? Or, I was getting ready to say that. Or or is he just constipated? I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. I I, I don't know. It, it, it just it. I, I Charlie, I don't know. I mean, I don't I think, think there's. I think they're going to save face. I think they're going to save face. If there's going to be any interaction before the game uh, between Brady and Belichick, they're going to come together. They're and gonna, fake it. They're going to shake hands, do a half hug or something. And just be like, hey, how you doing? Hope there's no bad feelings. Uh, how's the wife? How's the kids? Or whatever. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, depending on what happens, and that they'll come again at midfield, be like, hey, good luck for the rest of the year, and then they'll walk off. That's it. I mean, it's not going to be another, like, one of those half-hugs, like, hey, tell the wife, kids, yeah. I, I said, hey. No, it's not going to be that. It's going to be more of a, hey, good luck at the re- for the rest of the season. So. Oh. You 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 you're very optimistic about that. I I don't know. I Charlie, I don't know. It, and to be honest with you, I I don't care. I never I've never liked the Patriots, and I've I mean, don't get me wrong. Tom Brady is a freaking phenomenal quarterback, but I just don't like him. Right. I mean, he he has set records and whatnot, but I just I don't care for the guy. I mean. He could be the world's greatest person you'll ever meet, but me, I just, I don't care. We're going to, we're, we're seeing something that we never thought we would see, and that is Brady not being a part of the Patriots. Exactly. And having to play across the field from your former head coach. Head coach. And that, so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's something we never thought we would see is the parting of ways between a head coach and a court and a Quarterback, where their legacies are almost intertwined. Yeah, exactly. For, I mean, for a solid decade. I so. mean, two decades. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Brady's won what six championships with New England? Okay. Seven, if you count. Well, I was, I, I'm just saying New England. Okay, New in England general. in general, but last yeah. year's Super Bowl with Tampa. Yeah, I mean, he does have a legacy in New England, and. That's all fine and dandy, and he he moved on to Tampa Bay, and he's starting a legacy. Uh, whatever legacy has in Tampa Bay, maybe ten years, maybe less than that. You know, he wants to play until what? He's fifty. This is what the last I heard. Oh my gosh! I don't I don't see that physically happening, but he is in great shape. He, I don't know what his secret is, but yeah, somehow he just... He doesn't eat Subway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know what his secret is, but yeah, every year he comes back and he looks better than ever. It's like, my gosh, dude. You know, if I shaved my beard, I probably look like 20 years younger. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not the physical specimen of a Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm more of a physical specimen of a John Belushi or a Chris Farley. I was thinking Chris Farley. I really <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to be offended if I no, said Chris no, Farley. No, I, I Chris Farley was a hell of a guy. Well, Lordy freaking da! I live in a van down by the river. 
You're going to be doing doobies in a van down by the river. Now, I'm going to be doing doobies in a stadium down by the river. <laughs> ah, I, got, I got them today, boys and girls. So, all right. Are we off of this NFL shenanigan stuff? Um, well, just real quick. Uh, what happened um, this past week is uh, Eli Manning. One, oh. one of Tom Brady's kryptonites. Kryptonites has uh, had their number retired by the New York Giants. Yes, I did see that. That I see. I like Eli and Peyton. There. Have you have you seen any of the the Monday Night Football things on ESPN two that they do? No. Oh I my God! Not. It is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Eli is just ripping on Peyton. It's like 24 seven just ripping on him. It is hilarious stuff. Well, it's a, it's a brotherly relationship. Exactly. I mean, it's something kind of like you and me. You do. and me, me and my brother Daniel. I mean, yeah. I mean, me and Redbeard do it. Yeah. All. Oh, and speaking of Redbeard. Speaking of him. All right. Speaking of Redbeard, I've already talked to him, mm-hmm. but I want I want to tell our listeners, we have a new member of the Drop the Gloves family. Yes. Really. Yes. Okay. It, Casey, his girlfriend, well, welcomed Grayson, Gabriel, Redbeard, <laughs> Path to uh, to the family. Oh, cool! Uh, a few days ago, so we have we have a new family member in the Drop the Ghost family. A new member has joined the team. All right, cool. So Grayson, uh, Ty sent me a picture, and he's a redhead. Should have so, known. Should have known. So, so he's gonna be like his daddy. So, um, Redbeard, Grayson, Casey, toast, cheers, prost, yes, prost, and welcome, welcome, uh, little Grayson into the Drop the Gloves family. Damn, Charlie, you're pounding them beers. Well, welcome to the shenanigans. So, that's. I just, I just wanted to mention that on air. So. Dude, I've been looking forward to this all week long, man. I gotta, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get my ass in gear. You're, you're. I'm on the October fuel you're now. Tell me, I, I've pounded the garage and the Bavarian into oblivion. That's what happens when they're only 4.0 alcohol <laughs> by volume, and now I'm moved on to the Oktoberfest. Uh, okay then. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe the cycle will continue. Continue. <laughs> okay, buddy. Wait. Yeah, I had to bring up the Eli Manning thing because okay. I because I was like, oh no, one of uh, Tom Brady's kryptonites has had their number retired, and there's <laughs> only one left, <laughs> and he's and he plays in the NFC. <laughs> Nick Foles. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. And that, yeah, Nick Foles. He <laughs> plays. In, <laughs> he needs to go to the AFC so he can possibly stop Brady. <laughs> he, he's riding a pine in Chicago. I, I know. Because Dalton got hurt, Fields stepped in. Fields was okay. Remember, remember, he is Ohio State. He is from Ohio State, so be careful with your words here. I'm sorry for the dead air, but and Daniel, yeah, I'm. We, you might. I, I'm going to drop it. No, no, no. He clucking sucked buttholes. <laughs> that. Last week, yeah, that 
you and me could have gone out there and done better than the Chicago freaking Bears. By ourselves, we could have done better. You, me, and Redbeard and Daniel could have gone out there and performed better than Justin Fields in the Chicago Bears. Mm. That was a piss-poor play-calling execution of whatever. Mm. That was... It was ridiculous. Mm. Ah! Bears! <laughs> God, you suck. I hope that pa- when you play the Packers, at least somebody shows up remembering that they got a gosh darn game. <laughs> the- Justin Fields... Did you did you forget that you were starting and you had a game Sunday? Also, remember that you're no longer with uh, Ohio State. The Ohio State of the. Sorry, I shouldn't I, have done that, but I I didn't say the the there. That was you. So I, I know because I scolded you for saying the. So uh, so it, you're not at Ohio State anymore. You actually have to you know show, show up, up and play. Uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk anymore. Uh, All right. Whew. Now we can get off the Yeah, now, now, now. <laughs> Going into more football, but in a different variety. Oh, uh, yes. And uh, college football. <laughs> so we did our picks on last episode for week five. Week five is to be determined as of this recording, or has been determined by this recording. So we got to look forward to week six. However, I did post on Instagram last week about our picks for six games that happened <laughs> uh, for week four. <laughs> and Mike had an undefeated day. And that he went 6-0 and in the picks, whereas I went a... Two wins and four losses. What? 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 Bringing our college football total in picks. Yeah. Because I'm going to keep track of this now. Okay, I am, okay. I, I am totally going to keep track of this. You do you, boo-boo. Mike is now at 16 wins and seven losses. I am barely above 500 and my total is 13 wins, 11 <laughs> losses. Son of a gun, man. Charlie, I told you, buddy. <laughs> I told you. I got I got it here. I got it here. Let's I, see. I, I, I told you. I, I got it here. So, Week four. Um, uh, you picked Notre Dame over Wisconsin. Clearly... I'm an idiot. No, well, no. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me hold you up right there. Okay, I'll stop there. Uh, because you 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 could have won that game, you could have won that pick, but uh, Wisconsin just had a brain fart or whatever, and Notre Dame scored what thirty one points in the fourth quarter. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I believe it was like thirty one points in the fourth quarter, and Wisconsin had a total flipping meltdown. You had Louisville over Florida State. Again, another loss for me. <laughs> you had Florida over Tennessee. Another loss for me. Um, you had Oklahoma over West Virginia. I, I'm i sorry. Uh, as long as we are recording here in Studio 33, I have to go with West Virginia. I, I, I disturbed the force. <laughs> um. The only two where you and me were the same on and where I got my two wins was UCLA and Stanford and Kentucky over South Carolina. 
That's it. Uh, <sighs> Charlie, what do you got to say, man? Okay. I would like to start off by saying that... <laughs> I, I, I don't want to use this as an excuse, but no... Uh, Last year did something to me, okay? I'm going to blame this all on COVID and everything. It's just like, you guys screwed me up. It's like, I don't know who's good and bad anymore. See, this is, I'm glad we're doing this podcast because now now you're forced to pay attention to things. Look, okay, <laughs> college football usually is like, that's, that is my biggest hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. And that, I can't do this with hockey. We can't do this with hockey. No, because that's a, like an everyday thing. That, that's an everyday thing, and also, I mean, you just never know how the game's going to go. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I was that that Kentucky game. I was scared. I was scared. There was I, a couple was games. Of, the Notre Dame one, I was scared too because I was like, "Oh shit, I'm going to lose," and and just like you know what, it's out of my hands. What happens happens. Yeah, I'm not out there playing on the. I'm not out there playing. I'm not in pads and the helmet, playing the game. So and this, I mean, you know, yeah, we're doing this for fun. Yeah, and it's like as there's no money or anything involved. Nothing. We do it for fun. I just like tormenting the shit out of Charlie because I'm like, eh, because I messaged you. <laughs> I messaged you what Sunday morning it or was, late Saturday. Night. I think it was late Saturday because I was still at a family Oktoberfest. I was like, hey, buddy. I'm six and zero, and your 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 comment back was priceless. He's like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> I was like, because all I did Saturday was watch football. I, I went to the grocery store. That's all I did. I I went out and had uh went to a family gathering uh and we watched uh different college football games. Uh, I can't remember what the first game was uh, that they had on, but we watched we watched a couple football games, we drank some beer, had some food and everything, watched the UK game, and after that it was just kind of like, okay, everybody started like wandering home and everything. Yeah. And then you messaged me. I'm still there because I'm like still buzzed out of my mind because <laughs> I had so many beers there. Three. And that no more than that, dude. More than that. And it was the and it was uh, Hofbra House uh, beer. So again, I just I'm just screwing with you, man. So it was dark and it was good. Yeah, there you go. And that um, yeah. Uh, and you text me, and I'm just sitting there with my last beer in my hand, going, "Hey, buddy, how did it go? Six and zero today." And I'm just like, "Son of a." So. <laughs> So, I love you, Charlie. I'm just saying, I love you. So moving on to week six, we covered week five in last week's episode. You guys are going to have to get used to our weird schedule and how we do things. And that you'll, I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, you'll find out the results of week five. So week six. Week six. Let's see if I can't go. We have six games again. Okay. All right. And, uh, before, before, real go, quick, go for it. I I threw in that Kentucky South Car South Carolina game. Yes, you did. So yeah, that, it, that was that was a bonus pick. It was. So, but it's still worth one. <laughs> still only counts as one. One. <laughs> Uno. All right, so we got six games uh, for week six to pick from. So, Kentucky versus LSU. Ooh. 
starting starting off hard as the first first one. They get hard. I, I don't think they get harder, but two and three are going to be tough to pick too. You know what? I hate to do this, but I'm going to go LSU. Going with LSU. Uh, Maybe Kentucky surprises me. Well, I'm going with Kentucky. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bleed blue through and through. I don't like picking against Kentucky, but I know. All right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yep. Now the number two and the number three matchup, both teams are ranked. Okay. In each of these matchups. Okay. So you have Penn State and Iowa. Both are in the top ten. Penn State's playing pretty good. I really haven't seen much. Of any of Iowa's games, I'm gonna go with the Nittany Lions. I'm gonna go Penn State. Penn State. I'm gonna go with Penn State as well. Uh, not because you picked them, but because <laughs> I, I like Penn State. All right, these two teams, SEC, both are in the top twenty. Okay. Surprising, Arkansas is in the top ten. Wow. And Ole Miss is in the top 20. So, Arkansas versus Ole Miss, week six. I'm going to go with the Razorbacks. I'm going to go with Arkansas as well because that was the game that I did watch last yeah. week. Was uh, In week four was Arkansas. Uh, and they looked good. Yeah. They did. I'm, like, shocked by how well Arkansas looks. Uh, next matchup is West Virginia versus Baylor. Baylor's ranked in the top 25. Do I upset the force, or do I, I, I keep peace within the force? <laughs> do you keep peace in the in the household? You know what, uh, Brittany, I love you, but I'm going Baylor. Going Baylor, I'm going West Virginia. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> ACC matchup. Okay. Uh, both teams are unranked. Uh, but it was the best ACC matchup that I could find. Okay. And that Virginia versus Louisville. Uh, I got mine. I'm go- I'm going with uh, Louisville. You know what? Put me down for the cards. Yeah. I'm going Louisville. Kentucky kid. So you went with Louisville, but you won't go with Kentucky. Buddy. Do I need to see your uh, blue card? Yes. I'll show you my <laughs> blue card. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, you've known me for how long? 30-something years? If that. If that. <laughs> you know I'm a diehard Kentucky fan. I'm just, I know, I know LSU is a freaking monster. Not like they were, though. LSU like said, is not the monster that they were. Like I said, we'll see what happens, you know. Right. It is what it is. Um, it's two. Um, last pick. I I was looking for a good um Pac-12 matchup to go with. Yeah. And so we got ranked UCLA versus Arizona Bruins. And no, it's not because I'm a Boston fan. Uh, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Zona. Okay. So, you and me. Share Penn State, Arkansas, and Louisville. The only ones we don't share is you have LSU. I got UK. You have Baylor. I have West Virginia. You have UCLA. I have Arizona. Can Mike go six and zero again? Mm, 
Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Stranger uh, things have happened. We'll, we'll, we got a couple weeks to figure that out. Yes, we do. We so, do. All right. <laughs> yeah, you just, man. I, I didn't know you were undefeated until you told me. I really I didn't. should have kept that a secret until we recorded this. It, I would have found out eventually. I, I would have, like, woken up the next day and would have been like... You, you would have looked at the list and like, holy hell, Mike uh, just just wiped the floor with me. So, for all you gamblers out there who listened to us and took our... Don't listen to guidance, Charlie. Mike is a, clearly the guy to go. And if somebody asks you, well, what makes you... What made you pick uh, this team or that team? Oh, my buddy Mike. My buddy Mike told me. <laughs> he had a feeling. <laughs> So, you're gonna somebody's gonna do that, you know that somebody's yeah. gonna go up to the ticket window and be like, "Yeah, um, hundred bucks on hundred LSU, bu- hundred bucks on LSU to win," and that who gave you that pick? Oh, my buddy Mike. Yeah, my buddy Mike. Yeah, I'm everybody's buddy. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> and so, uh, so just you, you, how do you feel about that, Charlie? How do I feel about what? The the six and oh. You still your, suck? your six and oh does not grind my gears. What okay. grinds my gears is that I went two and four. Okay. I, I, I kick myself. Okay. Well, you should have listened to your older and wiser cousin. Again, wiser <laughs> does not equal years, okay? Just because you're older does not mean you are wiser. I am the Yoda of college football. We will see. We still got we still got six weeks to play, man. I mean, we got or not six. We got what was it? We got seven weeks. We got seven more weeks to play here. Don't give me that. No, no, no. You're not Yoda. You're not Yoda. Am I Obi Wan or Qui Gon Jinn? From from my point of view, you're 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 close to. Um, don't even say. Don't even. You you say that name, so help me. You're Darth Maul. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say somebody else. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Misa Jojar Binks! No, no. I, I, would, I wouldn't give you that. No. I'm from, not the... From, from my point of view, you're the dark side. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> so why were you trying to pass yourself off as Yoda when you could be Emperor Palpatine? No, I don't like Emperor Palpatine. I yeah, I would have been fine. I would have been fine with Darth Vader. Welcome to the nerd section of the show. Oh yeah, I would have been fine with Darth Darth Vader or Darth Maul, maybe even Darth Darth uh, Ra- Raven. Raven, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been good with that. I, I was thinking. I I seriously thought you were gonna say freaking Jar Jar. Effing Bings. No. Because I cannot st- he is <laughs> little 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 sidetrack here for a moment. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is the worst character in Star Wars lore. Jar Jar Binks <laughs> makes me want to throw up in my mouth. I saw the Phantom Menace when I was just like maybe ten, yeah. something years old. And to be honest, I didn't think nothing of Jar Jar Binks. I thought he was kind of funny. He was that comedic relief in the movie. But growing up now, it's like, 
Yeah, I I don't know what I saw in him. I don't I don't know what I saw him in, in saw in him as a ten year old kid. So. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks, you suck. <laughs> so okay, back Did, back. Well, hold on, real quick. <laughs> I I want to address this because I want to I want to know if you've heard this or not. Okay. And uh, did you ever hear about the fan theory that uh, Jar Jar Binks was like a Sith Lord or something? Yeah, because me and Nate talked about that. Yeah, you did, you you and Nate talked about it. Yeah. What what? Really, Nate, Nate loves. Real Nate, quick, what's your opinion? Is, is I, that I bullshit or you, no? I, I kind of agree with it. I don't think it's bullshit because you think Jar Jar would have, was a Sith Lord? Yeah. He, he because all the stupid shit that he did. Throwing off uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. You know, who, who the hell does that? And it, it, the, thing, the thing would be, it would be unexpected. Mm. That's what... Nate, Nate loves Jar Jar Binks. And me and him had this, have this debate. It's like, who's the better Star Wars character? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks or Yoda? And I'm like, 100% Yoda. 100% Yoda. Jar Jar Binks is like the the... The poop stain in the Star Wars underwear, <laughs> and I never thought I would use that analogy, <laughs> but I just did, and it's it's the truth. So, all right, sorry. Back back to the regular scheduled program. Yeah, we now conclude the nerd talk. We now conclu- we now <laughs> resume to your uh, scheduled programming. Um. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, it's okay. It's just I I had to know. Okay. All right. So. Um, oh shit. All right. So hockey. Hockey. Yes. And that. So Thank pre- you sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> so Hallelujah. Preseason hockey is still going on as of the last episode in this one. You you were saying uh, before we came on air about uh, Philadelphia Flyers in Boston, yeah, and that uh, preseason game. What'd you think about it? What, was there anything that you saw from the Bruins that was kind of like this is working, Charlie? And that Boston uh, looks good. Th- to be quite honest with you, I watched like maybe three seconds because it was on against Thursday Night Football. Ah, uh, okay. So I watched like three seconds on it because I was it was halftime. I was like, I was and I turned put it on my channel search on my TV. Mm. And I was like, NHL NHL hockey on TNT. It's like what? <laughs> and I was like, awesome. It's the Bruins on Flyers. So I was like, I mean, with that amount of time, yeah, I couldn't judge, but it was kind of weird seeing it on TNT. But, I mean, I'm excited. Let me put it to you this way. I'm excited for this upcoming season. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for the Bruins to get into action. I'm ready for the Cyclones at the end of the month to be in action. We have to correct correct ourselves because last last episode we thought that uh, the first puck drop for the Cyclones was going to be the... Uh, 17th of October. 17th, but that's a Sunday. It's actually going to be the 30th. The 30th. Halloween. Or no. The day, day before, before Halloween. Halloween Eve. But uh, the Cyclones will play two games on the road before coming back to uh, Heritage Bank for the first uh, home game. You know what? So. Uh, I, I'm, I'm freaking... 
I'm I'm excited. I am because too. it's been what for us like well two years two years. It's been fe- it's been since February of 2020 for me since I've been to a hockey game. The March March it was like the week of my birthday and they played a, I think they played Toledo mm-hmm. and it was like I went over. I the, I, the I, last I, time I was at. Uh, Heritage Bank Arena slash it was US it was US Bank Arena back in 2020. Uh, the last time I was there, the Kelly Cup was in the building. I tell you, Wednesday or this past week, I went I went to the Cyclone Chart Sale where they sold like promotional stuff that wasn't given away mm-hmm. and whatnot. I walked I walked into that arena. Mm. It had that chill because I, I heard whistles and stuff, so I'm assuming that they were practicing. Could have been, yeah. Because I, I, I heard whistles as I was... Well, the ice at Heritage Bank has been laid down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last time I saw, they were uh, putting up the glass for for the boards and yeah. everything. So I, th- so I think they're... They're pretty much ready. Yeah, uh, it, it, I felt the chill, and I was getting, I was getting that warm, fuzzy <laughs> feeling inside, and I was like, "It's like, ooh. ooh, it's almost here." Yep. So, and and I bought a few things, which I was telling Charlie before we went on air or started recording. I don't know why I keep saying on air Is or right? off air, but as before we started recording, I was telling Char- Charlie I bought a. An autographed Cyclones Kelly Cup 2016 Kelly Cup playoff poster. It was the first. It was the first round. Okay. It was signed. It was signed by the players. Once, once we move out of Studio 33 yeah. into a regular studio yeah. or whatever, we a bigger studio. A bigger, yeah. a bigger studio. Yeah. I am going to get that poster framed since Charlie and I are diehard Cyclones fan. Mm. And that is going to be one of the pieces in our new, or when we get a new studio. Going to be one of the sports pieces that we have in there. So we have, we have big things we're, we're dreaming of and planning and, you know, as soon as we get things in the detail, we'll let you guys know, but there, there are big things on on the horizon. On the horizon for so. drop the gloves. Yes, it, yes, there are. I'm sorry, Charlie. Yeah, you're, I, you're I, fine. I, was, I was like, ah, yeah, cyclone shit. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, last time I was in the building, the Kelly Cup was there too. Yeah, and I still have a picture uh, with myself next to it, and uh, that is one thing I have. I I need. You um, haven't gotten your picture taken. I have with not the Kelly gotten. Cup? Picture taken with the Kelly Cup, and I, 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 I used to have another picture uh, next to the Kelly Cup. I actually had like my hands like near the handles. Yeah. They, again, they wouldn't let you touch it. Uh, and, uh, bullshit. But I had it next to the handles of the cup, and uh, had uh, uh, a buddy of mine take the picture, and the picture is so blurry I couldn't use it. And I, I hate it when that happens. Don't you hate it when oh. you take a perfect picture for your friend, but when your friend takes a picture of you, it's all blurry and everything? And, and, and ghetto, yeah. Yeah, it's like, thanks, bud. Thanks, yeah, I, appreciate I really appreciate you, it. Asshole. Yeah. 
It's like, I gave you the perfect picture, and what do you do for me? Spit in my face. Thank you. And, uh, but, yeah, the Kelly Cup was there last time I was there at Heritage Bank, and, man, I hope it's there again this season, but, uh, not, but not on a tour of the ECHL, but it comes home. home. It comes home to the Cincinnati Finally, area. the Kelly Cup comes back to Cincinnati. It's just one of those things where you're so close to it. Yeah. You could have touched it. It's the same thing with the Stanley Cup. I was this close to the Stanley Cup. And I could have touched it, but security was there. And Nah, you can't touch it, jackass. I know. I hate that. I hate that so much. Uh. And, uh, but it... Crap, I'm going to do it. Mike... It is what it is. I can't believe I did it! <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, welcome to the dark side. Son of a... <laughs> oh. Come to the dark side. We have beer and pretzels. <laughs> I have beer on my side before I said it. But, but I have pretzels. <laughs> and nachos. Anywho. <laughs> That's another one of my lines, sir. Anywho, anywho, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so we're ready for hockey season. Yes, yes. Obviously, if I you mean, can't tell, yeah, we are totally ready. I don't have too much in hockey news no, compared I, to last week's episode. Uh, I mean, there's a few injuries that we could. I, I wouldn't say discuss, but there's a few injuries we can make note of. But nobody really cares about the Penguins. And that, well, two of them are Penguins. Yeah, like I said, but, nobody cares about the Penguins. But we do have a fantasy draft coming up, and I think we should at least alert the rest of our league well, of, we, well, we know, of what's coming up. Well, well we know Mike. what Mike's not doing this year. Not trading Austin Matthews? <laughs> not picking up... Oh, uh, not picking cry, up cry Crosby. Baby Crosby. Okay. I was about to say, it's like... Uh, it's like or that, or or don't trade Austin Matthews. Um, I gotta talk to Kurt about the draft order because I'm I'm not getting. Well, the dra- our fantasy hockey draft is coming up this week. Yes, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Oh, dude, so am I. So I, am I, I cannot wait. It's gonna be so much fun, man. Whew. But uh, just real quick, three injuries to note as of date. And that is Sidney Crosby. He's out for two months. Um, Evgeny Malkin is going to be out for three months. Both both Pittsburgh Penguins. And then Jacob Verana, who was traded from the Capitals to Detroit last season, he will be out for four months with a shoulder injury. Sorry. So, and, I, and the reason why I wrote down Jacob Verana is because I saw something earlier this past week where somebody was saying Jacob Verana is going to have a breakout season and make the Capitals regret Bre- trading him. No That's doubt. not going to happen. <laughs> not quite. Not until after he recovers from uh, his injury. Until probably 2022 when he comes back healthy. So. <laughs> eh. It's whatever. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the fantasy draft. I'm I'm already thinking in my mind, okay, who did I have last year? Who did I not have last year? I didn't make the 
playoffs last year. Uh, you me, did. No. No? No. Oh. Me, me and Kurt. That's were, right. You and Kurt were the two worst. Yeah. I, I somehow made it. You made the playoffs. Me and, and Kurt lost did. in the first round. My, my, and, and I'm sticking with this. You and Kurt are going to be in the finals? Me, me and Kurt. Me and Big K are going to be being in the in the finals. I I, I, I got this I got this warm fuzzy in myself, believing. Is that the same feeling that told you that there are good things on the horizon for the Detroit Lions? No, different. <laughs> you know what, Charlie? Just stir uh, in the pot. Just stir I, in I, the pot. I, 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 what is with you? I, I I went through my flight of beer, man. I gotta. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I finished. I'm I'm on four and five now. I'm still on three. Oh well, that's whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to do what I did back in episode twenty eight with red beer. Yeah. I'm just, dude. It's recording day. I've been yeah. looking forward to this. Okay. I mean, hey. How so, about it, my friend? So I'm I'm back to the garage. Okay. It, it, we're, we've gone full circle. <laughs> all right, my friend. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Rook, do you have any spoilers for our listeners as to maybe who you're thinking of? You don't have to give your strategy. Just who would you like to be on your team, uh, Team Mike? Team, team, team villain. The villains. Sorry. The villains. And a, a, few, a, few, a few Bruins. What, what, what's the one name that sticks out the most? Just give a little teaser. Well, we know we we know that I'm hopeful for Austin Matthews, mm-hmm. and maybe Patrice Bergeron or Brad Marchand. Goalies, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Vaskluski from Tampa Bay. It's always a good pickup. Who knows? Yep. Maybe a goalie from the Blackhawks? Mr. Marc-Andre Fleury, for example? Mm, could be, could be. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta keep my... Because we know... we. Well, we don't know, but... I don't want to get... I want to keep my, my cards close to my chest. I, I was only looking for one name. You're the one who keeps on throwing them out there. Well, those are maybes. So. Maybes. Maybes. Okay. So. And that, well, I mean, for me, uh, I mean, my, last year's first pick for me. Yeah. And I did pretty well. And that for the Bash Brothers of my team, um, Connor McDavid, and uh, but uh, there there was one guy mm-hmm. out there that I had on my team for the last couple of years, and I was a little mad that somebody else picked him up. So I'm was it me? No, it wasn't you. Was it Ryan? It was Kurt. Oh, Kurt. Kurt picked this guy up, and mm. I was a little mad that Kurt... A little, little miffed. A little bit uh, that Kurt picked this guy up, and so I was kind of like, mm, maybe, maybe this year I will get to him before somebody else. So, we shall see. We I'm not, not going to give out see, the name. So. Now I'm curious. You, 
you, you can stay curious all the way up until the draft. Yeah. All right, buddy. When I see you cussing and carrying on at somebody, then I'm, I probably know who it is. Yeah, when you when you see me in the in the group chat, and I go, "You son of a biscuit eater! You took my pick." That's when you I know. know. I know. I know. I know. I don't know if it was last year or the year before where Ryan took a couple of your picks and you were you were livid. I was. Oh man! Somehow Ryan. And Kurt's brother, like, know me. I don't know how, but they somehow, like, it's like, I don't know what they do. They hack my computer. They they plug the bug into my brain. I Here don't comes know. the conspiracy theory part of the show. It's a conspiracy theory. And then they do something, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's still available. He's still available. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And then the very next pick. Gone. It's like son of a, and uh, and and I get on the group chat and I like, dude, I hate you. <laughs> and I, how did you know I wanted him? And he's like, and they're both like, sorry, with the shoulder shrug. It's like, oh, for the love of Pete. Uh, and and la- and it was last year that I ended up taking uh, a defenseman. That is usually on Kurt's brother's team. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I just took one of his favorite defensemen. There's no way he's going to have a good team. Now I have to go well, back and he was listen unfazed. to previous episodes. He was totally unfazed by it. I had him, and he did do good. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like he had a crappy year, and yeah. he only did well under Kurt's brother. No, it was he did a good job. I kept him all season long. He was healthy all season long, and but still, Kurt's brother somehow, some way, so wasn't it made Ryan, it to the playoffs. Wasn't it Ryan and uh, and uh, Kurt's brother that were in the championship game? I think it was Ryan and was it this past? Yeah, the, this, this, yeah, yeah, this past season, yeah, because uh, two seasons ago it was, was Ryan, me and Ryan, you and Ryan, yeah. So it, it's been a long. Four years since I have been in the uh, the fantasy hockey uh, championship, and that was against Kurt's brother too. And that it, you and me got to do some strategizing. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> so, all right, Mike. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wow. We're 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 getting we're getting a little weird here. Yeah. It's what abs, bro. It's what abs. So MLB season. Moving on from hockey to baseball. Ugh. And that we're reaching the point where the postseason is closely coming. Yeah, closely isn't the word for it. I mean I mean it, it's, it, it's it's coming. It's coming it's down smack the pike. Us right, right in a, it, it's a coming, ding dong. It's coming down the pike, man, whether we're ready or not. So, I mean, the regular season is coming to a close very, very soon. Um, unfortunately, our local team, the Cincinnati Reds, have been eliminated from the wild card. There will be no postseason in Cincinnati. Uh, Who would have thunk it? Sorry, Kurt. Yeah, sorry, buddy. And uh, you're going to have to console him this, uh, this coming week. The uh, National League side of the playoffs have been determined. For the most part, and that um, no, it, it's 
it's pretty much set in stone. Okay. It's pretty much set in stone. It's uh, except for between the Dodgers. And that's what, that's the, what I was talking about. Yeah, between San Francisco and the LA Dodgers, um, that's the only thing that's literally coming down to the wire. Yeah. And uh, but the five teams that are being projected to go will remain the same. Yeah. The AL is still to be determined as of this recording. It will be determined by the end of this recording. Yeah. We have, as of this recording, for the NL side, we cannot give any information for the um, for, the, for the American League. Yes. Uh, the Atlanta Braves have won the National League East. The Milwaukee Brewers have won the National League Central. And still to be determined by this podcast, or as of this podcast... The San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers to be determined as who wins the West. Yeah. One of those two teams will be either the division winner and the wild card, the first wild card uh, recipient. Uh, they're only two games back. The, mm. As of this recording, the Dodgers are two, two games, games back. back. Uh, by the time this episode airs, things may have changed, but those two teams will be in it. Uh, as for the second wild card spot, it will be the rival or of the Cincinnati Reds in division, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. So they have outright won the second wild card spot and will play either the Giants or Dodgers in the wild card game uh, coming up. The AL is still to be determined, but bef- we and we will discuss. The, the AL possibly next week as our as the Major League Baseball season comes to a close Mike what are your thoughts on this year's uh, season my thoughts are you know the Reds if the Reds bullpen didn't blow the saves and whatnot they could have made it they could have made it into the wild card. Hopefully further into the playoffs. But their bullpen was shoddy towards the end. You know, their starting pitcher pitching was was good. But, you know, it and the Cardinals were hot. They got hot at the right time. They won what, seventeen games straight yeah. before losing. So I mean it, it depends on the team. You get hot at the right time. And strike while the iron's hot, and and that's what the Cardinals did. They they did what they had to do. Um, back when baseball started, and we were still in the early stages of our podcast. Yeah, I said this was the year of the pitcher yeah. because of all the no hitters that were coming up. Do you think that's still true as as of the end of this regular season, or yeah. do you think uh, no, that was just a uh, false I mean, advertisement. I mean, the pitching, the pitching all around, league wide, I think it's been pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, you know, there hasn't been as many no hitters or shutouts or perfect games as there was towards the beginning of the season. I mean, three, three of the, three of the uh, no hitter games came against Cleveland. You know, you had the Reds, 
I think it was the Reds and the Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, the White Sox and the Indians, and I can't remember the third team that uh, no hit the Cubs. I don't know. I can't. I I would have to go back and look to okay. see, but three of the no hit no hit games came against uh, Cleveland. I mean, pit, the pitching all around this year, like starting pitching, has been straight dominance. You know, which if you're the Dodgers, you have like twenty thousand. Uh, Cy Young winners in your rotation, you know, minus Trevor Bauer, which we're not going to go into. That's that's a story in itself. But I mean, the Dodgers, you got Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. um, you got Scherzer, which they traded for from from Washington. I mean, their starting pitchers, their starting rotation is pretty a dominant Cy Young pitching core. Uh, I'm looking at. I'm just looking down at the roster right now. Yeah. And that you have Alexander, um, Bueller. Bueller, he's Cy Young winner. Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw, he's another Cy Young winner. Trevor Bauer was a Cy Young winner, but he's hasn't played for Price. Um, David Price. David Price. Yeah, he's a. I don't think I think he's more bullpen now than he is a starter. But he uh, he was wasn't he a Cy Young winner? Yeah, he was. So I mean, I, I I see. I can't tell you who from the NL might win and go into the World Series because all the teams in the in the A or the NL mm-hmm. are good great teams. Mm. I mean, Braves are good. They got hot when they were. When they were supposed to, Cardinals got hot when they were supposed to. Milwaukee was hot the majority of the season, and it's been back and forth between the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Padres, and the Padres were officially eliminated. So, I mean, it's been close all around, mm-hmm. and and like the majority of the AL, which we can't really get it break it down right now. We we can only give you that the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, the Astros, the uh, Chicago White Sox, and the Houston Astros are the winners of their divisions. Uh, We cannot give any information as to the wild card that is still yet to be determined. But uh, but I mean the Yankees got got hot. Toronto's been getting hot. Red Sox are starting to kind of cool off just a bit and then the Mariners have been in that battle for the wild card too so I mean well, the, I, I think the Mariners came out of nowhere yeah the Mariners uh, we were talking like we talked previous episodes that we're closet A's fans for the most part uh, well the A's have dropped back yeah. since then ever since we came out and said we were that I was rooting for the A's uh, to try and make it, they kind of, they they backed they, off. They they faded out. Yeah, they faded out, and a, a new fourth team came up, and that. So I mean, it's it's just so crazy in the AL that we can't really give an opinion as yeah. to what's going to happen. So, so. okay, yeah, because I mean, back when the season started, I was saying like this season's the season of the pitcher. Yeah, because we had so many no hitters. I mean, we had like almost two. Beginning of the season, we had like two every week. 
I mean, it was ridiculous. But as the season progressed and everything, and everybody found either their stride, rhythm, whatever, their pace of play, it kind of faded off. But there were no hitters still here yeah. or there. I mean, I won't say it was the season of the no-hitter. Season of the pitcher who had the no-hitters? Yes, I would say that. Because, I mean, the way the season started, though it was weird and, and yeah. everything with certain teams and everything. Yeah, weird. But at the same time, it's like, got to give credit where credit is due with some of these pitchers. Yeah. So I, I will say it was the season of the pitcher. I will also say it was the season of the long ball. I've never seen so many home runs in a season, ever. Well, well you got to take in consideration, too. Last year, they played, what, 60 games? They, they played, yeah, barely half yeah. a season. Yeah. yeah, and then you come back into this season going back into 162, and I've heard, I've heard teams that are like, you know, they were trying to get back in the switch, playing that 162-game ske- schedule. Yeah. And, I mean, you had good teams the Indians are all right, you know. It's just and the Reds and you know Pittsburgh's going to be Pittsburgh. They're going to them and the Cubs are going to be. And now the Cubs, the Cubs even started off good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there. I think next year we'll have a better read. Next season we'll have yeah. a better read yeah. on who's going to contend. Yeah, and who's not. Well, I mean, given that this is our first year doing the podcast and also our first MLB MLB season to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to gauge when you're first starting out. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, I think the regular season was good. I mean, coming down to the wire for some of these National League or AL teams is, I mean, that's great. I mean, that goes to show you that there's some fight in these guys um, when either the pressure is on like, hey, how bad do you really want to get to October and the postseason? I think it's really good. Um, okay, Mike, before we close out the MLB, last thing. Okay. And that who – I know the AL is still to be determined, but who would you like to see in the World Series? The NL side of things probably is probably – who i like to see – I will maybe say Atlanta or St. Louis. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing the Dodgers in the World Series again for some odd reason, but I'd like to see the Braves or the Cardinals in, or even even Milwaukee. Mm. But if if I had to go with one, I'd like to see St. Louis. All right. In in the World Series on the NL side. All right. On the AL side, things which have not been determined yet. If Seattle makes the wild card, and that's an F, I like to see them in the World Series or the Chicago White Sox. Okay. So St. Louis versus Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Or St. Louis versus Seattle. Correct. That's coming from a Yankees fan. I hope I hope the Yankees do make it to the World Series, but the way they've been playing this year, it's hit or miss. Yeah. So, to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't mind seeing Tampa Bay continue the 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 Tampa Bay oh, city of champions. City of champions. That'd be cool. But I, I would I would like to see the Cardinals and the and the and the Mariners 
most definitely in, in the World Series. That be I think that would be a great series. Okay. But the series that I think we might get is Tampa Bay and a repeat from last year, LA and Tampa Bay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with um I'm I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay as well for the AL side. Uh for the NL side I agree. The 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 NL West is so They're dom- dominant. They're yeah. so dominant. But I wouldn't mind Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee and Tampa or or um Atlanta and Tampa. Okay. If it was Atlanta and Tampa, I would root for Atlanta. If it was Milwaukee and Tampa, I, I think that'd just be a great series to watch. I, I, I don't know who I, I don't know who I'd root for, but I think that'd be a great series. If it was from Milwaukee and Tampa Bay, I'd probably root for Tampa Bay. Okay. Just just because. Alright. Mike, we are coming to a close here, quick close to our uh, episode forty. And forty uh, already? Yeah, it's been forty, man. And uh, the big wow. four the big four oh. <laughs> Um, We've been doing this for nine months now. It's uh, wow, forty. You know what? We we had some wrestling kind of news or things we wanted to talk about. So how about this? We'll we'll talk wrestling this last part, but this is our last call. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. And this will also be our poll question. Uh, We have a little bit of an announcement on behalf of Anchor. Anchor is our hosting platform. Thank you, Anchor, for hosting us and Thank you. giving this platform for free. Uh, but they have uh, given us um, the opportunity or the ability to post a question alongside our podcast. Okay. So, this will be the last call for episode 40, and this will be the question that we post with our episode come Sunday night. Episodes will drop Sunday night. So here's our last call. Okay. The greatest of all time in WWE. Okay. Attitude Era. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Or The Rock. <coughs> Who is the greatest of all time? You know, I want to I want to have I like I like both both guys. I like The Rock. I like Stone Cold, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Stone Cold. We know. We know The Rock had has had an awesome career, mm. but if Austin, Stone Cold was not did not have to cut his career short, I think he could have been a little bit higher than Dwayne. So I'm gonna go with Stone Cold. As, as is there any matches that stick out in your head to where the, to where Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin did uh, better than the Rock? I mean, because the rivalry during the Attitude Era yeah. is legendary. Exactly. I mean, between between both athletes, they've their their matches same level. You know, Austin came out, did his thing. He got got cut from WCW, mm-hmm. ended up in ECW with Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman is one of the guys that got 
probably got S- Steve Austin up to WWE's mm-hmm. standards because he did do he did a a promo that for for Paul when he was joining uh, ECW and like a couple months later Vince calls him up and goes boom I want you to come to WWE this you're going to be the taskmaster for uh, Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. and then once I think what made and this is my opinion I don't know don't know your opinion the king of the ring yeah when when he beat Sto- or Jake Roberts Jake the Snake Roberts yeah and he gave his shoot. That's that's the start of the Stone Cold oh, yeah. rocket ship. Yes. And that guy, he wrestled hurt. He did whatever it took mm-hmm. to get to where he was at. The Rock, third generation superstar. Yeah. You know, Rocky Maivia. Then he goes into the Nation of Domination. And then he goes... Into another um, the corporate min- the ministry the corporate ministry yeah the corporate WWE and then I mean they both they both had they, yeah they both had good things going but it's just me personally I just I I feel I draw closer to Steve Austin because he's kind of like you and me hmm. he's that blue collar stick it to the man stick it to the man. F you, I'm going to do what I need to do to make a living and survive. Yeah. Which, the guy is done. Oh, yeah. So, that that's who I'm going with. I don't want to make this a, like a drawn out thing, but mm. Austin's my goat in the WWE attitude there. Okay. I mean, if it was if it was Stone Cold in The Undertaker, that'd be a whole different story. Okay. But it was, I mean, The Rock went to Hollywood. He did, but because he went to the, but because uh, the Rock went to Hollywood when he came back, he he played on his persona exactly as um, the the Scorpion King or or whatever, and some of that did help yeah. too. I mean, it drew the Hollywood crowd also to WWE, and it also drew the Holly, it also drew WWE crowd to Hollywood. Yeah. And that, or more of it, and because everybody goes to the movies, or everybody did go to the movies, and that they wanted to see what what was going on with Scorpion King and Dwayne the Rock Johnson being the lead for the role and everything. Um, and, and and every superstar from WWE has had an opportunity, a time or two, whether it was in their career or after their career in WWE. To go and and be the lead for a movie, so I mean I'm not trying to say Rock is less of an Attitude Era wrestler because of his Hollywood success or early Hollywood success. Yeah. Um. I mean the Rock. I mean the Rock has had so many good matches. Uh, Stone. His rivalry with Stone Cold is I I think legendary. Is one of the best that the industry has ever came up with. Um, I I always love his uh how he reacted to Stone Cold's uh, stunner. 
Yeah, he's, how, he how sold he, it. He how he flopped around, sold it so much. It was like, oh come on. He sold he he sold that stunner more than any other WWE wrestler in that era. He's the Rock sold that a hundred percent. I mean, it's tough to choose. It is. It really is. I mean, like I said, if you gave me towards the close of the Rock's career. He's he is the great one of WWE. There's a great one in hockey. He is the, the Rock is the great, the great one, one of wrestling. The people's champion. The people's champion. He doesn't need a title. He's already got the support of the fans no matter what happens. Exactly. And that and Stone Cold tried to come off as a heel, but he couldn't. He could. Well, that's because like everybody, everybody identified with him. Exactly. And everybody identified with his heel character being the blue-collar worker trying to stick it to the man, Vince McMahon, and was like, I don't care. I don't care what you say, what you do to me. I'm still going to... I'm going to harass you. I'm going to abuse you. I'm going to... Beat the get, holy hell out I'm of gonna you. I'm going to lay my hands on you, and if you arrest me, you arrest me. I'm willing to take that. So, I mean, both... Both men, both personas had their had their gimmicks to where it was like you identified with both. But to say which one is the greatest, for me, yeah. is hard. Because I didn't grow up. I, I mean, the Attitude Era was going on, but I didn't watch it as a kid. I didn't watch it as a uh, 9 to 12 year old. I, I got into WWE very late. And you were more of the... John Cena era. I, I, I was like right when the PG era was like coming in yeah. and everything. I, I I was I was part of the people power era by Laurenitis and the whole um, permanent or when the permanent GMs came back yeah. and everything. Where you had Teddy Long on SmackDown and you had Vicky Guerrero on Raw. Uh, I and yeah. vice versa and, yeah. and other th- and other people in between. That's when I kind of came in to WWE. So it's kind of hard for me because I only watch what has happened before. And I identify with both, depending on what the character is. Yeah. But the most to me that I identify with is definitely Steve Austin. And I totally identify myself way more to Steve Austin. Because when we were talking a couple episodes ago about like, what our wrestling move would be, name yeah. and the intro and everything in a last call that we did. And I, and I was telling you that I wanted to do something that was kind of quick strike, but also planned out. Yeah. It was going to be somewhere between uh, the likes of uh, Sting's... Uh, Scorpion Death Drop. Scorpion Death Drop and uh, Steve Austin's Stunner. Yeah. It was going to be a mix of the two. And that, so that's I think that's why I I would say Steve is better of the two. Okay. Not be, take out Hollywood and everything else. I mean, both of them both of them were in feature films. Yes. You know, The Rock more than Steve Austin, but the but Steve Austin has also gone to do other various things. He's got his own podcast. The Rock has his tequila and whatnot, and he's hit movies one after another. Yeah, some of them, some of are, them are good. Some, some of, of them, them are, are hit, they're hit and miss. Yeah, 
the Disney stuff he did, eh, you know, but like, like Scorpion King and uh, Walking Tall. Walking Tall. Walking Tall was kind of hit and miss with me too. I, I that's actually one movie that I like with him. I mean, I liked I liked the original with Clint Eastwood, mm. but I'm a Clint Eastwood kind of guy. So, but I mean. It th- this is a hard question because you and me can go all day oh, yeah. about LeBron and MJ. Yeah, but I mean, th- but this is hard because you're trying to compare not only the men's career. Yeah, but you got to base it on the era that they came up in in WWE, the Attitude Era, where Vince came out and said, "We are sports entertainment. We are here to entertain you, but also with graphic." Uh, not content. Content, not necessarily in the form of just violence. Yeah. And everything, and allowing superstars to say certain things on the mic on live TV. Exactly. And that, so, I mean, yeah, that is tough. But for me, Steve Austin gets the win over The Rock. Two, two uh, birds. Yeah. yeah, two birds, kick to the gut, and stun. Done. Uh, and two and two Steve Weisers. Yeah. Dumped on yourself. Yep. That I think I think that was one of the things I also liked about him about uh, Steve Austin was, um, I mean, his love of beer and yeah. everything, and just, I mean, the beer bashes that he had and the beer bath and everything. Uh, and it didn't matter who it was that he was trying to have a beer with; he would stun him mid no, no. mid. Chug or whatever. Even if it was uh, the likes of, um, was it Stephanie McMahon or uh, was it uh, Stacy Keebler or or the New Day and the New Day or even superstars of now. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it doesn't matter who you are. He's gonna do it. He's gonna stun you. Yeah, that's it. And whereas The Rock, you just you don't know what he's going to do until until it happens because it's going to be like he he totally one example here here's my best example with the rock okay when he came back and Stephanie and Shane were forming the alliance of WCW and ECW WCW, yeah and uh, and the rock came back and everybody was wondering what the rock was going to do was he going to choose WWF or was he going to choose the alliance and he came back and he stunned Vince McMahon. And everybody You mean Rock Bottom? Rock Bottom or sorry, yeah. I said stuff. Rock Bottom, Vince McMahon. And everybody was like, Oh and even Shane was like, Oh my gosh, he's chosen the alliance, he's chosen the alliance. And then he shakes Shane's hand and he rock bottoms him. And it's like, wait, what's going on here? And then he did it to Stephanie. And it's just like, what's going on? And then he picks up the WWF title, and he's like, this is who I'm for. It's like, you just don't know with The Rock. Whereas Steve, you kind of have a feeling, yeah. and you're just waiting for it to happen. I mean, the the one of my favorite things with Austin, it was the Booker T. Oh, the grocery store? The gro- oh, I Dude, love that one. That, that store, they cost, uh, there was like, over a million dollars in damages. No, 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 no. It or, wasn't a million. It wasn't a million. I think the. I think back then in their time. Yeah. I think they had somewhere over ten thousand dollars worth of damages in groceries. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and just the report that Booker and Austin had during that, it was just like, 
it was it was uh, it was I, I feel like stone I feel like Steve Austin had way more stuff with the variety yeah, of, of wrestlers than the rock did the rock yeah. had good stuff with certain wrestlers he didn't have it with everybody Steve had it with everybody he did it with Kurt he did it with Booker T the rock um Triple H Triple H Mankind, uh, Mankind, Undertaker, Coley, Undertaker. Yeah, I mean, he had it with everybody, and that. Whereas The Rock, he he had a certain uh, limitation of people that he worked. You yeah, know. a certain limitation of people that he worked with. He did Jericho. Um, was it Triple H? He did. Uh, didn't he do Undertaker? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Undertaker. And uh, that I mean, he he was. He was more main card focused, yeah. whereas Steve could have been plugged anywhere, and he did phenomenal anywhere. Like the like the WrestleMania with him and Shawn Michaels that Mike Tyson was in, Bret Hart and Steve Austin. It was just oh yeah, Bret Hart and Steve Austin that match where the Crimson Mask. Oh yeah, the he he's dripping blood and he just passes out in the middle of the ring. Oh yeah. That's one of the best matches ever. That is probably agreed, one agreed. of the greatest classic matches ever. But yeah, you you and me both. Yeah, Steve Austin. Steve, Steve Austin is the greatest of all time in the Attitude Era between the between him and The Rock. If if we went deeper and we wanted to pick like Steve versus Undertaker, Undertaker who knows? Who knows? To be honest with you, I would have went with that one. I probably would have went with Taker. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those like you just never know. But Steven the Rock is a, is a rivalry. It's exactly. a classic rivalry that lasted throughout the Attitude Era, and then they didn't oversell it. They didn't undersell it. It ran its course, and how it came came about. Yeah, it's just how it is. I mean. I mean, in today's WWE, it's like you just don't know when they're going to let these things go. And, and and some of these rivalries have to die eventually. So. Well, we, we that's, that's for another podcast. Yes, yes it is. So. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I think that's going to do it for us for this one. Uh Two quick announcements. We've already mentioned that the uh, the poll question, uh, who is the greatest of all time in the WWE Attitude Era, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock, that will be uploaded with this episode. And you can, you can see the question and reply on Spotify. So all of our Spotify listeners, be sure to check out the question and reply. We'd love to get your thoughts on it. The second one is we will start a midweek podcast. We are going to do a uh, midweek check-in. It'll either be on Instagram or it will be through uh, Drop the Gloves podcast, and you can find it. It'll be a short 5-10 minute midweek check-in with you guys. It'll be a preview for the upcoming show, what we'll possibly talk about, and just so you guys are up to date to with uh, sports news and that we are as well. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. It'll probably 
we will probably be releasing those midweek check-ins on Wednesday nights. So you don't want to miss Wednesday night midweek check-in. Again, it's only going to be a short episode. It's going to be a short segment. It's going to be about five to ten minutes. So don't miss it midweek. All right, guys. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast. Look forward to having you guys over there. The polls that were usually over on Instagram, you never know. It could be over on Spotify now with uh, the next episode, so you don't want to miss it. Check them out. Mike, where are you and the podcast? We are on Twitter at Gloves Mike, which when Charlie gives, does the polls, I will more than likely post it on Twitter and on Facebook at Drop the Gloves Podcast One, we would love for you to follow us on every social media platform. And guys, the Beer Fund, we're not begging for money. Now, no, guys, if you want to contribute to Drop the Gloves Beer Fund, we'd look forward to having you guys. Uh, we'll get like again, like we said before, if you want to contribute, that's great. If you don't, it's totally up to your choice. We're not begging. But if you do, we will give you a shout-out in the next episode. Something to think about. Hopefully you contribute to the Beer Fund. Also, you can uh, subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family, cousins, whoever. Uh, Girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, (laughs) ex-wives. If you're on good speaking terms with the ex-wives. Any of the exes, if you're still on good speaking terms with. And uh, you guys can uh, find us on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor again for this free platform. You guys keep on surprising us with this platform and all the uh, extras that you are including in hosting us on this free platform. We greatly appreciate it so much. You guys can also find us on major streaming platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Spotify again is where you're going to find those poll questions. So be sure to check us out over on Spotify, you guys. And you can find us on Breaker, Radio Public, and Google. F you, Google. <laughs> it's, yeah. been a, it's been a while since I've done it. Yeah. I was like, man, I have to do it. It's been a while. And that, so that's where you guys can find us on social media and on the podcast platforms. That's going to do it for us here at Studio 33. I am Charlie. And I am Mike. And one special thing, we would like to thank Braxton Brewery for uh, supply. They did supply us with the beer, but to drink on air tonight. Yeah. So Braxton Brewery, thank you very much. And we'll see you guys in the penalty box.